all right, couple, a couple, two, three weeks ago, um, we went to dinner with my father-in-law who likes very unadventurous food. And so uh-huh. we were at a place called BJ's Brew House. I understand this to be a chain, but I don't know sort of where it originates or where it is. I had never heard of it before it moved into the area. It's one of I've those places of with a 64-page menu, and everything they do is fine. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> There's nothing great about it. Factory. It's fine. And so I'm sitting eating my <laughs> what they called tri-tip, but what I would call a basic-ass steak. <laughs> Three strips um, of steak. Correct, correct. So I'm eating, <laughs> meeting my steak, and to my left, um, there's a, a giant table um, of like f- 12 to 14 people. I, I don't know exactly how many, but a generational table. It's like grandma at the head of the table, and grandma is at least 85 years old and in a wheelchair. <laughs> Jeez. All the way down to like little grandchildren who are like eight years old. And everybody in between. So out of the corner of my eye, I see uh, like one of the dudes at the table sort of like whacking this old lady on the back. And I, so I'm kind of just like people watching, keeping my eye on them. And then I realize, okay, I think, cause I think she, that's actually your fetish. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I prefer to people watch. I was watching them the whole time. I just finally, you know, the, she just happened to choke while I was watching them. And so, uh, I get up and I go over and I, I ask the guy, I said, is, is she choking? And, and sort of like look at her face and she's turning a little red. So I, I, I realize she is choking. Now, here's the thing. So I, I am every other year we at work are required to take a BLS, like a basic life um, saving, basic life uh, sort of CPR, saving. that sort of basic shit. <laughs> like it's not anything super certified. It's not like EMS training. It's just like basic life support. Saving. Right? Like, you, you, basic life-saving saving. class. <laughs> Critical response What could this S possibly stand class. for? God damn it. <laughs> critical, critical CPR, critical person response class. Basic life swan. Um, basic, basic life swan song. Um, and so we, we have to take this every other year. And I always not thought it was bullshit, but it gets repetitive to the point where you're like, I fucking know. I know. All right. I don't want to do this anymore. But I will say that that repetitive class comes in handy because you are start to become in it starts to become ingrained. And so without panicking, uh, well, I panicked a little bit. It was actually annoyed that he remembered it. Yeah. Let me let me let me set the picture for you. God damn it. This woman was very heavy. And very in a wheelchair. So not only was she very heavy, but she was very immobile. Um, And she's choking. Now, she's pretty old. So, like, she's not even really, like, going for the... She's not even really going for the, like, I'm choking. She was kind of just choking. There was no... Finally. Right. (laughs) This is the end. (laughs) So, uh, and so, um, luckily, a woman uh, at the table... um, knew a little bit of sort of what to do. So I said to her, I said, um, I'm going to hold, I said, do you know how to give the Heimlich? She said, yes. I said, I'm going to hold her up under her arms. You, I will move to the side and hold her up and you give her the Heimlich because I can't do it by myself. Um, and so she tries the Heimlich. Whatever this one was eating was like way down there. So she's starting to turn like blue at this point. So can't, can't get the food out. Um, we lay her, I lay her down on the ground 
And so like the, the order that this goes in is you, once you realize you have to give somebody CPR, you ask a couple of questions of people around. Does anybody know if there's a defibrillator and somebody call an ambulance? That's not a question. Right. <laughs> nobody, nobody seems to. Somebody call an ambulance? <laughs> somebody, somebody, anyone yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea, right? She didn't seem to really care that she was choking. So I don't know that we need to call, but maybe. <laughs> Um, so long ish story short, uh, I, I would say that I helped save this woman because what happened was we were unsuccessful in the Heimlich. So I I lay her down because once the Heimlich fails, you have to start like chest compressions to try to blow the thing out. Luckily I I asked the the family member, I was like, do you know CPR? And she said, sort of, I said, okay, here's what you're going to do. I'm going to prop her head. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hold her head. You're going to do chest compressions. You need to do 30 chest compressions. And then I will take two breaths. Um, and we'll, we'll try to get her, this thing dislodged. So she starts chest compressions. Um, and I'm going to be real honest, like just before, uh, uh, I was going to have to give, um, breaths on her mouth, which I was very, very (laughs) nervous about. Um, uh, luckily, two nurses that actually work for the same hospital that I work for happened to be eating and finally realized what was happening. I, I say finally. What? It was probably like, She's probably laying like on the ground? Mi- it was probably like two minutes. Well, there was like people, everyone was standing, oh. kids are crying, like there's a little bit of commotion. Oh my God. And so like these two nurses come around Grandma, and like, no. what's going on? I'm like, we're, we're doing chest compression. She's choking, blah, 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 blah. Um, they take over CPR and they can't get the food out. This woman is literally choking for like, I'm going to say, I mean, time slows down when you're all freaking out, but minutes. it's probably an hour. <laughs> um, I'm going to say three minutes. And so finally, what actually ended up happening is she passed out. And when Makes you sense. pass out and you're choking. Everything relax. Correct. And so the food actually went down. Um, because she sort of passed out and all of a sudden she like starts breathing again. Why didn't it <laughs> go I'm down like, to begin with? Why even is, try the Heimlich, the Heimlich maneuver? Heimlich's bullshit. You should just pass the fuck <laughs> yeah. out and you'll just swallow just the food. Let yourself so, go. So that's really correct. the, the way to save the old lady is to just like punch her real hard in the forehead. Yeah, that's right. Just, just right? knock her out. The ambulance came, state troopers came, they take this woman away. She was okay. I felt bad. Her wig fell off. I didn't know it was a wig until we laid her down. (laughs) Oh, Um, no. And then her wig, she had like a do-rag under this wig. Uh, And so they took her and (laughs) the one one EMS grabs the wig and sort of just puts it on her lap on the stretcher (laughs) as as they roll her out. And I thought that that Very was dignified. the. I don't, I'm really. I got problems because I thought that was so fucking funny. Like that. that like I didn't laugh in the moment. Nate's, like, Nate's <laughs> laughing his ass off, pointing at the grandma that's being wheeled away. But the fact that the <laughs> one, they get her on the stretcher and the one EMS just turns around, picks the woman's wig up off the floor, and just places it on her lap. I thought that shit was the funniest thing I had ever seen in any sort of medical scenario. <clears throat> Do you think they're talking about it on their podcast right now? <laughs> like, and it, and so after I swallowed the food, the nice oh, EMS he was man, the EMTs, I think. Um, oh, I was talking about the EMTs and so Metacast. They and so they <laughs> take this woman out. These poor grandkids are like in hysterics because they almost watched their grandma like die in front. Of <laughs> yeah, them. 
Like I literally for for a minute thought she was gonna die. Like I, I I there was like a moment there where I was like, she's blue. We can't get this thing out of her throat. Um, and she's old as shit. Like she's <laughs> yeah. this could be it. Um, <laughs> and you're the last person that touched her, so you're legally responsible. So you murdered. I murdered Ooh, and the, her lady. ghost follows you around. That's how that works. Those <laughs> yes. are the rules well, of the here's world. Here's the thing that I thought about later. I don't know that she survived. Like I don't know that she went to the <laughs> oh, that's hospital true. and that's survived. True. I don't know. I don't. She could have died five minutes later. I have no idea. So I'm a little nervous about that because I have had a string of bad luck the last couple of weeks. But I feel like the karma gods have to be on my side because I did try to save the lady. I just didn't successfully. <laughs> Nate, people try to do nice things all the time and <laughs> to get punished for it. So don't. Yeah, man. I mean, don't, don't like think Gordon you're getting let off easy here. He was just trying to get Ukraine to fucking look into corruption. And then and his grandma died. Exactly. He's, gets his grandma in died. front of Congress. And his yeah. grandma died. But it's okay. It's okay. His testimony doesn't mean anything. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Didn't we used to do like an intro to the show? <laughs> Holy shit. I just thought of it. Like, we have to pivot the podcast. Oh, uh, man. And We're this, just getting good. Yeah. The new show is going to be just us tracking down all the old ladies Nate might have killed. <laughs> <laughs> is that just us calling old women and asking them if they've ever met Nate? All the grandmas I've almost murdered mm. is the show. <laughs> There's probably others. I mean, I, you, you mean, you never really know. Like you accidentally cut someone off. murders. The meemaw murders. I was just going to say the person that you accidentally cut you off. Know. Heart attack. Yeah. You, you don't know. So or you they, don't know. Or you, you, have you ever thought about, oh boy, I'm a little tired. So have you ever thought about like <laughs> if you cut someone off and it just like makes them so fucking mad and they like make a wrong turn or like some shit happens and their whole life fucking falls apart after that because of yeah. you doing some dumb shit. It's like, Butterfly have you ever seen the, the movie Sliding Doors <laughs> with Gwyneth Paltrow? I have <laughs> Have you haven't? I, I thought haven't. that was like just, you know, just stapling everybody's culture, really. No. I mean, I that's why I've people are required, it, legally <laughs> obligated lucky. to watch it. Legally obligated. You're lucky because it, it's on Hulu, I think. So when you okay. turn 14, I just it the other night. Sliding, when you turn 14 in a white family, this, you have to watch that movie. That's how it works. Put this in the yeah. sliding doors. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Got it. You tried to save a lady, didn't kill her, mm-hmm. that you know of. Didn't save her, but didn't And kill now her. we have a new podcast. Right. <laughs> uh, right. I'm really, in, like, I've been, I've been wanting to jump into investigative journalism, so I think this is probably a really good opportunity. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> Great. It's a good start. Should we do the intro for yeah, the show? Yeah, I mean, we, well, we're, I, we're since only, Klein has mentioned it like three we're times. We're only 25 minutes in. I don't know why we would, really. This is the dumbest, longest cold open we've ever done. <laughs> Are you? Please, it has to stay as a cold open. It has to. Oh God! Putting putting people, the intro people in the middle keep of waiting for the intro. People, people, people just listening. Oh, it's gonna start right now for the intro. Uh, is it gonna start? It's it, it right. Nope. Nope. nope We're still not starting it. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Not right now. Nope. Mm-mm. Still not happening. Bing! 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 Bum 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 bum. No wrong intro. Wrong intro. Wrong show, man. Huh? What? No, that's our that's our theme song, bud. Oh yeah, that's ours, bud.
Yeah, no, that's ours. I think I've listened to This Much Love and, and Tangentious too many times back to back. No, This Much Love goes like. Dun, 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 yep. I got it in my. I got it all. All right, Vanilla Ice. Let's move on to the intro. I got it all straight in my head now. All right, let's do the intro. Listening to Tangentious. I'm Keenan, and I want to talk about how, whether you want to admit it or not, your parents done fucked you up and it permeates every aspect of your life, including your job. I'm Klein, and I want to talk about horse people. And I'm Nate, and I want to talk about how hard I've made my life. Uh huh. So, okay, is this a pirate ghost thing or a ghost pirate thing? Like, are we talking like horse people, like people who are also like horses that are anthropomorphized or and are, are just, people? Or are we just talking, are about, people talking about like who are like, oh, my throat. Really into horses. Or my, my throat. <laughs> my oh, throat. I see. You're going with a different way. No, of that's spelling spelled horse. differently, Nate. Okay. I didn't look. I O A R S E. He doesn't look at the show notes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not he before, makes them, but he doesn't look at it. I haven't looked at the. I haven't looked at it today. <laughs> All right. So horse people, horse people. Oh, I get to start right away. Okay. I always feel like if you I if I do to. the most absurd thing, I get to start first. If you bring horse people into it, <laughs> if it was just your joke topic, then I apologize. It's, it's not. No, I could actually talk about it. I I, I don't understand. <laughs> People who are obsessed with their horses. I don't understand the concept okay, of so owning horses to begin who, with. Okay, like, it doesn't make any sense that to like me. Horses. Okay. Not but, centaurs, not. Right. Got it. You, you think of like cat people and dog, like mm, show mm-hmm. people who have show dogs and stuff like that. I, I understand that to a degree. Okay. Because they have a TV show about it. <laughs> like, they, they get a thing, a whole thing. We all watch the award ceremony, all that. And a horse movie. people. Best in show? Don't really have that. I don't really, mm. I, I, it, it, it's such yeah, a I weird, know. there's there's a weird animal husbandry that comes along with horse people that isn't really expressed in any of the other ones. Like, horse people people talk it, about their yeah. horses like it's, their, like it's their brother, where people with dogs and cats talk about it like it's their kid. Mm. Yeah, and this Both, is an animal that isn't romanticized in any way, shape, or form in our culture at all throughout history. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. Isn't there, uh, what's like the, isn't there like an Olympic horse situation that happens yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but so <laughs> i mean it is <laughs> it, it is sort olympic of horse situation <laughs> that's my new band name guys yeah show title <laughs> oh my god we found it <laughs> oh that's pretty good olympic horse situation um oh my god so uh, <sighs> i don't know I, I i definitely i i hear what you're saying because i i don't understand sort of uh horse people like there's <laughs> there's um there's a person i used to work with who had a relative who literally wore um a riding helmet like as a hat like that's how into horses they were like Ugh. they wore a Ugh. riding helmet um as a hat and like horse like i don't know horse boots i don't know what you, i don't know any of the terminology around well yeah horse I, I don't items, know. not horse shoes <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> 
No. They're not called no, horse boots. No, no. Horse shoes. <laughs> but what do they wear when it's muddy, Keenan? <laughs> Put on the horse galoshes. <laughs> oh, no, not the horse. The Got my horse pumps on. <laughs> the horse pumps. <laughs> He's dying, dude. He's, phys- He's yeah. physically uh, flipping back in his chair. Horse, horse pumps. Yeah. I can't oh, expect him man. to lean back too far. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god, what if we inadvertently kill Nate by making him follow this chair? choke on my, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, not, not the horse. The, this person would wear a riding helmet and whatever the boots are that you wear when you I know the boots horse. you're talking about, yeah. So um, there's, there's a distinction to be made. boots. There's a distinction to be made between, because not all people that own horses are horse people. Like, it's a, it's a class of people, like. Farmers who own horses, you know, have have Carl the horse, but he's just a good old boy, Carl the horse. He's not, he's not, you know, their pride and joy or anything like that. Oh, it's, got it. He just, they just have a farm. He, he, it's like a farm worker. Horse. Yeah, yeah. But like horse people, exactly like the people you're talking about. Like they wear the helmet everywhere. It's a lifestyle. They have everyone has the same damn jacket that they wear with the white pants and the black boots. Like everyone, all of them. And they always, it's, it's so always, it's always I, a so brunette with with ponytail. <laughs> Like that's that's how it works always. So so my my question is, um, did you come across a specific horse person? Like I'm is, sure is, was, I did when I triggered. Well, listen for our listeners who uh, don't know the professionalism behind this podcast. Our show notes right now that we're reading this show from that we're recording on the twentieth. The show notes are titled from the 6th of November. So this <laughs> <laughs> the topic at hand. <laughs> it was prompted by something, I'm sure. But boys, you can't expect me to remember that far back. <laughs> that's just not that's not tenable. It's <laughs> literally mm. two weeks ago. How can <laughs> I possibly remember? I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Fucking I, Gordon um, Sondland right here. <laughs> no, I get it. Because I um Yeah, so I but I feel like horse people is specific enough. Something had to trigger it. You had to have some kind of experience with a horse person or horse people. Yes, I mean nay. I know. Li- <laughs> oh, nay, I didn't. Nay, how do I, I didn't. How do I, how do I delete Kanan from the podcast? <laughs> nay, I did not. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yes, I certainly Whoa, did. Oh, now I don't, I don't think I. Did, when are you going to but... get to your main point, Klein? <laughs> What's up with horse people? It's like a Kenny Banya comedy <laughs> well, bit. Of all com- of all comedians, I expected you to do an impression of Nate. It was not Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> What's up with horse people? <laughs> okay, we're getting horse, all, we're getting horse people. That's horse, actually a really good Jim Gaffigan. Horse. Horse people. What's up with horse people? Horse people. <laughs> God, I'm so glad we waited two months to do this. Oh, this is the problem. We we cross a line of when it's too long, and uh, <laughs> we have to start over. Yeah, and also, <laughs> I mean, we new, knew new podcast time, guys. We knew coming into it that me and Klein were not in the total. Best frame of mind. And <laughs> when we picked up this call, Klein was just eating a bowl of brown rice. 
<laughs> claiming he hadn't eaten dinner yet. Supper, Supper. I believe, is the word he used. <laughs> <laughs> um, None of this is wrong so far, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> all tracks. I'm done with the horse people conversation. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> let's talk about oh, let's man. talk about why we're in this frame of mind, Nate. Oh gosh. So what you're what you're actually railing against, Klein, yes. is essentially people being geeks. Because hmm. people who are horse Ooh. people, what you're describing, Ooh, is, a little that's geek, just their fandom. Yeah. yeah, but I don't talk that's about my video games or my computer like they're a, like they're a really close friend. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, I also don't call my computer Steve or Carl. You don't you don't name your phone? You have to. No, I don't actually. Nope. Wait, really? It's Klein's iPhone. Oh. I always name my wow. devices. I, I do too. Mm, nope. Don't say them on here. It's a security risk. Yeah, OPSEC. But I Steve I and name, Carl. <clears throat> I name all my devices. Um Same. Maybe I'm a computer person. There's, it's a different level than just no being good. a geek though. <sighs> Is it? Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, is it? Yeah. So it's like it's is like it? the, yes. it's like the it's the technology nerd versus the technology nerd who like uh wears a daring fireball shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners don't know at home that Keenan is wearing a daring fireball shirt right now. Let's see how this plays out. You know, I wear this. This is a good shirt. These are nicely designed. They feel comfy. Fuck off. It's a good shirt. Good colors. I mean, I, I, I just would, I would put horse people in a, an akin to not quite, but almost like furry level weirdness. Mm. Mm. I don't know that I've come I'm, across enough horse people. Yeah, you got to be near Kentucky. I, need I don't wife. know if I feel comfortable shaming <laughs> I mean, furries yeah. either. Really? I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm gonna take a. I'm, <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm gonna take a note from the McElroys here really? and just let people like what they like. I mean, you can like what you like, but I can also not like what you like. Mm. I'm not telling That's you to fine, change. I'm just saying to, you're strange. We don't need to to make that. So you could say the same thing about anything, though. There are people who like Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. and there are people who go to conventions dressed up as their Dungeons and Dragons. And characters. I think That's a step too far. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So Klein, Klein essentially uh, wants to regulate all fun. That yeah, he, you got it. Um, yeah, checks out. Okay, especially wow. when it comes to horses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. pretty much. No equestrian fun. Well, or horse boots. At least we found the the secret conservative in our Slack channel. <laughs> No, remember, conservatives are no against regulations. Don't express yourself in any way except with Jesus. Conservatives are against regulations, remember? Yeah, but they're not. How have we not moved on to they're Nate's not, topic? They're not yet? Weird. Have, have we not moved on to Nate's topic yet? Um, I mean, my topic's short, and it's <clears throat> that I have complicated my life in a way via children and activities that has um, prevented me from sleeping eating properly, taking vacations. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Anything that's fun. I, don't, I, I can't be a horse person because I've just complicated <laughs> my life in a way that um, it's just but really none, stressful none of, right now. None of that <clears throat> snuck up on you, though, Nate. No, like, it, it didn't. You, it just, you it knew it was like happening, you just but... discovered you had kids. Correct. Well, <laughs> you don't know that. Oops. Um, so the, okay, so, Where'd this little guy come from? <laughs> Who's that guy? Um, 
So the couple things have converged at once, which is why I kind of we're late with the podcast, because I think I had to cancel at least once, and then we couldn't do it the next week because it was going to be away at a conference, and then I, I just, all right, so here are all the things. And also you lost power. Yeah. Oh, shit. I lost power. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we were it, so close to recording. Okay. So let me, yeah. let me do the, <laughs> let me run the list. So work is a little crazy right now. Um, I am in grad school, so that's a little crazy as well as we come to the close of the semester. Um, I, I put in the show notes, I'm going to read this word for word. Work is busy. School is busy. Kids are busy with vomit and diarrhea. Cat is busy with uh, involuntary surgery. And house construction project is busy with dust. Okay, so let me break a couple of those down. So like work is busy, school is busy. Everyone knows that kind of trouble. You did write house construction project with busy dust, by the way. Uh, with busy dust. Yes, I did write that. Um, <laughs> house construction project with busy dust. So the kids were both sick with um, stomach bugs at the same time that lasted a week and then rolled into like regular sort of kid fall sickness. So they were like sick for like two weeks. My cat, who I don't know if anybody has heard this story, but I will keep it very short. <clears throat> he essentially, we, we got him at like four weeks old. My kid found him outside. Brought him home. We tried to give him away. Nobody wanted him. We ended up keeping the cat. The cat was separated from mom way too early and chews on rubbery items. He ate a Nerf dart that got stuck in his intestines. He had to get a very <laughs> oh expensive God. surgery to get it removed. Or you can let your cat die a slow death. That's what you're faced with. You can either let you your could healthy give it cat a quick death. Klein. You could, just like that lady. But he didn't choke, see? <laughs> like, that's the problem. It actually got into his intestines. And so, how expensive how? surgery. It's insane. <clears throat> It's because he bit the um, rubber tip off, like the like the the tip that's sort of like um, oh, so the foam acted like a tube. No, so if you think about the foam, think about a nerf a nerf dart. You have yeah. the like cylindrical foam, and then generally you have some sort of rubber end. And he yeah. ate the rubber end, so like there's no breaking that down. And in little okay. kitty guts, it just got stuck. He was like I don't know, a few months old. Um, we get surgery, he comes home, he recovers, cone on the head, antibiotics, all sorts of treatment, crazy expensive surgery. He, we did a sweep of the house while he was at the vet, like to get rid of all the Nerf darts in the house. Garbage bags of Nerf darts went in the garbage <laughs> or to Goodwill or whatever we did with them. I can't remember. Um, he did it again. He found one like under a <clears throat> cabin. I don't know. Found one obscure Nerf dart, did it again. We went through the whole surgery process again. To save this goddamn sure, cat. and I, and I'm the I'm one regulating at fun. Him. I'm looking at him right now. Um, <laughs> fast forward eight years because now he's like eight and a half, and he was exhibiting the same signs as when he was a kitten. And so we knew something was wrong. We weren't sure. We knew it couldn't. It like we were like, it can't be a Nerf dart. It can't. It can't be. Like it's been years since we've had a Nerf dart in this house. What did he eat? So we take him in. Um, not only did they have to do like the same surgery, but they actually do, um, it was like a prolonged surgery one because he had scar tissue they had to get around and two, they had to go in two places because what he ate was the entirety of a balloon ribbon from a helium balloon. So he hate, he ate all, I don't know. It was like five feet long of this oh ribbon that God. literally tied him in knots. And they oh had to go God. in and get it all out. So he's home. Uh, this was two weeks ago. Um, 
And so we have the recovering cat. That was another thing. And then house, what did I say? House, uh, uh, house construction project with busy, busy dust. dust. So the busy dust was we live in a house that was built in the late seventies. And one of the, the ceiling in the foyer and the hallway is like, everyone knows like popcorn ceiling, which you can oh. like scrape off, but yeah. like it sucks, oh, yeah. but you can scrape it off. What these builders decided to do was use plaster to like sort of make a textured no. thing on the ceiling, which was just something that we just never thought we would change because it was like, we don't want to rip this whole ceiling down and replace it. This is, we'll just live with it. We hate it, but we'll live with it. It was all over the walls on this one staircase. It's just like an eyesore that we just, we're going to just ignore. We meet a guy, he, he has a drywall guy. He's like, oh, he could definitely fix this. So we hire this guy who's awesome. The guy is amazing. Starts working. It's awesome. It's dusty, but it's awesome. He's like sanding this down and then he's going to like put spackle over it and smooth it all out. It's going to be just like new. Well, in the middle of this project, um, he was watching a football game at a bar called an Uber went out to the Uber and on his way to the Uber got hit by a car. Um, and uh. so he texts us, uh, it, he was probably on some pretty good pain meds, a lot of gibberish, but basically I won't be back tomorrow because I got hit by a car. So mm-hmm. we find out, um, when type. he comes back the whole story, right? So he's out for a week. My house is a dust bucket of drywall dust uh. and spackle dust and sort of plaster dust. For about a week. <clears throat> and so he comes back, he finishes the job, all good. Just in time for me to go to Las Vegas for a work conference. So I'm going to be there for all, of, this was all of last week. Um, and by the way, for anybody who hasn't been to Vegas, I was only there once when I was 12. Um, I thought it was very overwhelming. And it's not just because I was 12. That shit is very overwhelming. Yeah, I couldn't um, do it. It is four miles of Times Square. If anybody's been to Times Square, it's four miles of it with very, very, very large hotels. That's really Pass. what it is. That's all there is. There's nothing else to do. You have no reason to go there. Um, <laughs> but I was there for a week. It was a nice sort of getaway because my mom was here with the kids. Jenna flew out for a couple of days. We just hung out came back we got back and uh miles our youngest is popping two top molars um which mm-hmm. means it's basically like if you were to take a horse boot and jam it up into your sinuses um that's essentially what he's dealing with now like the moment we get back and he has a propensity to throw up when his sinuses are irritated sweet so it's just been a month of like what the fuck? Like, it's just been like a straight month of that. <laughs> and so I apologize to our dear listeners for um, at the last minute. Oh, and my power went out the one night we were supposed to record. Um, and so there was also that, which it was the first night uh, of this, I don't know, since, you know, last winter that it was going to get down. It was like 60 degrees. And then the day we lost power, <laughs> it was 20 degrees at night. Like, so... You know, we just got like 20 blankets and slept in. We all got in the same bed and just slept like the goddamn bucket family in Willy Wonka um, (laughs) all in the same bed trying to keep warm uh, until our power came back on because a truck came and ripped all our what he was his truck. I don't know. Thing was too tall. No, 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 no. Try try, try to make a word for it. 
his horse boot truck was boot. too high and ran through all our wires and tore them all down. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there, and, and we couldn't even get to our house. We had to take like an insane long roundabout way to even get to our house because the intersection to get into our development was completely shut down because the, uh, there were like downed wires and power crews and all that stuff. Jeez. And so now, um, I think that's it. But so just to explain to the listener that it is completely my fault that I had to cancel like at least two times, maybe three. I don't know. Um, because life is hard and don't have kids or <laughs> jobs or walls. I'm starting a home construction thing tonight, and now I'm worried about getting hit by a car, Nate. Wait, t- <laughs> you've done that already, so you're good. Uh, yeah. Wait, so you're immune at this point. You've done the one. <laughs> yeah, you did the, one, the one. Yeah, I forgot. Everybody you, gets one. You yeah. had it when you were younger. <laughs> Can't get it I've, again. I've never heard. I'd never heard somebody at ten. What is it? Ten? Almost eleven? Two of yeah. eleven saying, yeah. "I'm starting a house construction project tonight." I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. That I've never seen that combination of yeah. variables. <laughs> He has to wait for his wife and kids to go to sleep before he can start using power tools. <laughs> Dale, no power tools. <laughs> no power tools until everyone's asleep. No, I'm. Uh, we're redoing the kitchen. Just sanding cabinets, painting cabinets, painting the oh. wall, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's fine. Tonight. Uh, well, I'm taking the doors off tonight of the cabinet. I'm stacking them up. Okay. Gotcha. It's just right. prep. <laughs> Just a little prep. pre-work. Just a little prep work. Just a little prep. Just, can you just do a little, little pre-work little, before this meeting? Just a little work boot. Oh, pre-work. Pre-work? Yeah, a little pre-work. Pre-work. A little pre-work. You never heard, do you, don't, do you don't get that term, Keenan? I think you probably, or Klein, you probably work in a... Um, uh, we all look the same to you, huh? <laughs> I don't know, beard, beard, what the fuck? White shirt, black shirt, it all looks the same to me. Sometimes I look down at my little thumbnail, I'm like, why is Klein down there? Oh, it's me. Um... Yeah, pre-work. That's a trigger word for me. Pre-work, parking lot, circle back. Oof. Nope, Hate never heard of any it. of that. Talk about None this offline. You've never, oh. Circle back, I've heard, but okay. pre-work and oh, parking lot. This no. off- let's take this offline. I'm like, bitch, we are offline. What are you talking about? I'm not on, <laughs> we're not on Slack? What are you talking about? Keenan. Ugh, ugh. Um, Keenan. Let's table this for now. Keenan, uh, oh. oh, it's like the greatest hits of work hell. Um, yeah, uh, Keenan, I would repeat. Hold on, I'm gonna repeat it. I'm gonna repeat it. Keenan, please tell me about whether whether you want to admit it or not. Professional transition fucked you up, and it permeates every aspect of your life, including your job. What a segue! What a segue! Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Maybe I'll just edit in the grandma story here, and it'll just be like. Maybe this can be like a like a Christopher Nolan yeah, movie. You could We're just re- running you on could, multiple timelines where it's like, and the grandma was choking on a horse boot. <laughs> it's a horseshoe. She was eating a horseshoe. <laughs> also, found out that there are not only horse riding boots, which is what I'm sure yes, Klein is describing, Nate, but also yes. English riding boots because of uh-huh. course there are. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. of course they mm-hmm. have to differentiate. Yeah, mm-hmm. different styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of them is just filled with scones and tea. <laughs> so Keenan, your topic is not necessarily your own experience, but more that your experience is shared by everyone. And that's your hypothesis, Freud. 
that would what no it was actually like it was written uh it was written in the third person but it's definitely for my own personal experience <laughs> okay that's what i was confused all right <laughs> it's it's, it's keenan's journey through therapy corner mm. <laughs> well let's and go it, that's the, let's... the corner is keenan's journey through therapy oh, not journey through therapy corner mm. gotcha. which is not a not a place that i'm aware of and uh, i it, so it could be, be. It's one of those. It's one of those things, and I think this will be especially uh, relevant to the two parents on this show, um, who are, I'm sure, trying their damnedest not to completely fuck up their kids. But it's a yeah. lost cause. No, that's correct. <laughs> Stop trying. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay. Well, it's funny. No, it's, it's funny because true. like <laughs> Nate the other day told me a story <laughs> about his his oldest kid. And he's just kind of like, well, he's exactly like me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yep. Yes, that's actually, I think, what triggered it in the first place. Where I'm just kind of like, I, I've spent, like, the more that I go to therapy, the more I, like, peel back these layers. And I think, like, and I've gone to therapy on and off for decades now. Like, I started therapy when I was in my mid-teens. Um, and, and it's something that's, like, you'd think that at a certain point, you kind of have a good understanding of all the stuff that's going on. But then there's like a little chip, like a little chip in the wall. You kind of like pick at it and then just opens up this other thing. You're like, ah, fuck, I need to tear down a whole goddamn wall, Nate. And so, <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. And so I, I started discovering because I've like, I've been struggling with the whole work situation recently and realized like without going into too much detail that, so much of the sort of anxieties and um and sort of like i don't know if insecurities or feelings of incompetency like we've talked about imposter syndrome in the past a lot of what i feel like i'm really bad at or having difficult navigating stems a lot from how i was raised hmm. and recognizing just how uh difficult it is to um kind of like peace your own like new life together without pulling considerably from the uh the upbringing that you had and the experiences that you had growing up and just kind of like replicating those relationship dynamics and how you like whether it's relationships with people or relationships with things like work or food or whatever like it all just kind of like continually builds upon itself so like you think you sort of like age and mature and become more self-aware and get better and then you realize that, like, oh no, I'm kind of just repeating the same cycles mm-hmm. over and over and over. Uh, this is not nearly as funny as horse people. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things that I uh, I have started like uncovering and realizing that, like, oh, I thought I was doing really well, you know? Yeah. And like really like learning things about myself, and then I start looking back. I'm like, oh, like I have a very different relationship with my parents than i thought i did Hmm. um which i just think is very like i brought it up because i think ultimately it's fascinating and i think it's interesting to kind of like consider um but also just like to be real like it's hard you know yeah man so i know i know you guys therapy corner (laughs) corner but the corner's not a place we're just not in a corner um So I know you like it's interesting. This is interesting timing because like I'm I'm in this I don't know it's called a fellowship, but it's essentially like a bunch of community 
some are community organization leaders. Some are essentially this funder picks people based on a number of factors and puts them in this sort of fellowship to learn about sort of how we can all be working, tackling big issues together. That's all to say the first session was, and I know you're, you guys are fans of like personality tests, right? They, mm-hmm. The first one, we took this assessment. It's called Process Communication Model. It has like a very pragmatic name, but yeah. essentially there's like six types of personalities. And the theory behind it is that we all um, have pieces of each one of these. And I won't go too deeply into like each one, but essentially the, 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 the person who developed this model basically asserts that um, we all have a base sort of personality type where that is who you are, right? Like that. Now you can move into other levels of this thing. You can move into other um, personality types and build what they use the term capacity in these other types. But you are at your base, you're this. Um, and wh- when you're talking about that, I think that, you know, because I've, I've gone through similar things where I feel like I feel like I'm back, you know, when I was a kid, or I feel like I've, I've reverted in some way. And I think that what was interesting about this model is like, you know, Myers-Briggs and those other ones sort of say, you are this, 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 and this. You're a combination of this, this, and this, and this. But this one says like, you, you've, you've got like your core sort of personality type and through and through that's who you are. You may build some thinking capacity or you may sort of build um, up some more opinion based sort of personality model. But, and, and so I, it was interesting to me because what it, what it brought to light was, oh, so I'm not necessarily reverting, right? You're just sort of moving back into your base personality. and as and and the, like the theory behind it is sort of I don't want to say more intelligent people that's not what I mean to imply but folks who maybe have challenging professional jobs or are more geared towards like lifelong learning or um, sort of real curious about things tend to build capacity in those other spaces and so as you move through life you feel like. Um, oh, I've matured and now I, I'm really like analytical or this out of the other thing. But really mm-hmm. what this model says is that may be true, but when you're in distress or when you are experiencing grief or loss or any of those things, you will sink, not sink, but like you'll move back into that sort of base model. Right. Um, and it can feel like a reversion. Um, so it was interesting. And I'll I'll send you... And I'll put in the notes. Unfortunately, like this is like one of those models that like they charge you to do the assessment. Sure. Um, but you can at least like read about it. And for you guys, I'll send you my assessment so that you can like read. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you read it, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's like you'll you'll like see me in it. Like it's pretty easy. But it it, it gives <laughs> it's a just, nice <laughs> it prints out a picture of like you. <laughs> my face. Uh, but it is it is interesting to see like because it's one of the few. And I haven't done a ton of these tests, but like it is one of the few that I've heard about that sort of says um, like you are this type, like there's a type that everybody is. Mm-hmm. And when, um, especially when you're stressed or when you're feeling like you need to go to sort of a safer space, you'll move back into that, that sort of mode. And that's kind of what it sounds like. I don't. And again, I, you know, you're 
a therapist would know much better than me, but it just sounds like um, it, it, that came sort of top of mind as soon as you were you were saying like you were you felt like you were sort of sliding a bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's 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 interesting that um, there is all it's not even just uh, my own personality, but well, and I think it plays a part, but the sort of like patterns in relationships and how those uh repeat um and these aren't even like intimate relationships mm-hmm. like even something like that's supposed to be professional like with a uh a, a, a boss um and how that can kind of uh be parallel to previous experiences and how you've interacted with people in positions of authority mm-hmm. um and so it's just interesting to like t- like take a, a look back and think like oh this situation that I'm in now has very clear parallels to how I was brought up or the sort of like relationship that I had uh, with my uh, with my parents and, mm-hmm. and like how their say like their uh, um, lack of guidance has manifested in me feeling like I'm very uh, lost in various mm-hmm. parts of my life. And that for whatever reason, I keep running into these situations where I like have these figures of authority who like understand my intelligence or creativity, but don't really know (laughs) what to do with it um, or how to guide me to feel more successful. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's like a personal failing at that point um, or if it's uh, or if it's just kind of like, you know, just happenstance that I am not finding the, the sort of like right like coach or guide. Mm hmm. It's. I'm not in disbelief or anything of this. Like I, I fully understand it's a thing. I don't know that I've ex- ever experienced this this backslide sort of um, reversion to some previous self. Um, I, I can't think of a moment. I mean, even in in times of distress, I feel like I've not slipped. I, I mean, I've definitely matured since I was a kid. So I'm not real sure. Maybe I'm just not properly identifying it. But I, I don't. I can't. I am not relating well to. I this. think go to one therapy session, <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden it'll just be it'll be oh fuck, <laughs> it's just like oh, the it'll the the glass will shatter. It all come crumbling down. That sounds so enticing. <laughs> Sign me up. Put me in Keenan's therapy corner. Therapy corner. <laughs> I bring my horse boots. <laughs> Got my horse boots on. <laughs> uh, so how? So is this? So this has been. I, I, I. We know. We know. This has been sort of a little bit, not an ongoing thing, but you know, we've talked about this sort of offline, <laughs> um, but really <laughs> online. Um, uh, we've Off talked mic. about this a bit, and so. So is this something that you feel like you are making progress on? Uh, progress. I hate the term progress because like that implies that. It sounds like you are from a yeah. third party's perspective. Perspective. I think it sounds like you <laughs> are more content with knowing the reasons why you're feeling the ways you're feeling at work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, having some sort of self like additional self-awareness is always helpful. Mm-hmm. That's something that I feel like I always kind of like pride myself on and strive toward. Um, but it also, I would say in this particular case, there's like a feeling of helplessness because Mm -hmm. I don't know where to go from here. Um, and, and because like, okay, because the situation that I'm in, what's the solution Mm -hmm. in that case? You know, like how, what, what would, 
I don't know what to do differently. So I feel like, okay, yeah, I kind of like have a better understanding for what's going on. Uh, but that almost like, it's almost like uh, uh, taking the red pill. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, yeah, the world is in a terrible state. You know, we're not living in this utopia sort of thing that the, the, the machines have uh, uh, simulated for us. Uh, so great that I know the truth, but also, man, I wish yeah, I like could now like, just what do go I back. Do? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Put me back in. Just want to eat a piece of steak. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's interesting. I know it's not the most upbeat, fun topic, but I, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that, that I think is like, mm-hmm. not always, no. But it's an interesting sort of development um, in like trying to because I thought it was just kind of like your run of the mill depression, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like where it's just kind of like I'm feeling I'm not feeling very motivated. I'm not too particularly happy while I'm here, but realizing that like, oh, no, there's like a deeper like structural issue here mm. that's keeping me feeling uh, despondent. Mm. Um, so maybe so, yeah. Keenan should start know. a home construction project as well. <laughs> yeah. On myself. <laughs> how profound yeah. i'm gonna start a home construction project on me um <laughs> but really though so so serious question though do you think uh and not no i mean i know a little bit of history but like do you feel like that in and of itself sort of figuring out oh this is not the sort of run of the mill depression is that useful in itself to sort of have identified something maybe a little different that you can start to work on. Um, like maybe that's actually useful to have figured that out. It can be. Um, I mean, the last time I had, I'd say like major life revelations, I got divorced. So, you know, there may be some, <laughs> maybe some drastic alternative. Well, it's been, it's been real being like, friends with you, Kenan, but uh, sorry, sorry, you got to leave us behind. I know. I, I love you guys, but I'm not in love with you anymore. So. Wow. This will be my last episode. Going off on your own tangent, are you? Oh, God. You know what? Let's just make it the last episode. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm good with it. Bye, guys. (laughs) Just to be clear, because apparently we had issues with this last time we did this podcast switch thing. This this is not a last episode. That was just a joke. Nope, just a little. Please keep listening. We'll probably have another episode in four months. Right. And it it again will be me having a mea culpa about my hard first world life. (laughs) (laughs) Or Klein goes to therapy. (laughs) Uh, That would be a whole thing. (laughs) I've learned so much. I'm editing all of this out. We haven't even. We <laughs> this is the show. Clapped. This is not our. This we haven't. One, we haven't done one the sentence intro. of this. this is not going one sentence show. of this is going to make it at the end of the show after the song. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be Klein saying something stupid. <laughs>